Hi everyone, it's Shakti Durga, and welcome to this episode of the Soul Talk podcast. Each episode is going to feature some of the highlights from live trainings, retreats, online classes, and presentations that I've done around the world. If you find value in it, please text the link to the podcast to a friend or share it with your networks. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Namaste. Since I've been here, so many people have spoken to me about their concern about the public arena of life in America. And I'm an outsider and I just love America, so I certainly don't want to by any means come and throw my 10 cents worth in, but I suppose I'm going to. Um, <laughs> but only because so many people have said to me, what, what should I think, what should I do, what should I say with all the things that are going on in America at the moment? And one of the things that I believe is that there are times in history that are times of change, and when there's times of change and social evolution is really taking place, a lot of the baked-on goo that's been on the bottom of the turkey pan that's been covered up by the washing-up water for a long time, you know, it starts to come up and float to the surface and looks terrible and then part of me thinks it's actually in the process of healing that when we can see the pain and we can see what we really know to be uncomfortable then we can do something about it and that sometimes it's easier to heal things when they're obvious than it is when things are deep below the surface what do you think Mm. and so I feel that in the last while I couldn't say exactly how long but some of you may have opinions about that But in the last while, there's been a lot coming to the surface. And the people I've been speaking to, both in the Midwest, in LA and here, have been worried about how can I, I'm not in politics, but how can I do or be in such a way as to try and make things a little better? Whatever our personal views might be, if there's something going on and we don't like it on any public agenda issue, most people will just start to complain, bitch and whinge about it. And that's one approach. But when people don't like something you're doing and they start to whinge at you about it, what happens? You get defensive, don't you? (laughs) Or put it another way, if you have tried to moan and whinge at your spouse about something, does that work as a strategy? No. No. Often not. Whereas if you speak in a kind voice, um, sometimes what's that saying that you get more with sugar than vinegar, more with honey than vinegar? One of those sayings anyway. So how does this apply in public office when we don't even know the people involved? You know, we can't sort of ring them up and say, are you crazy? You know, what are you doing? Uh, So... What if we took the view that because we all have a divine core in our being, that on the level of the most sublime level and the deepest level of our being, we're actually all connected? And so why not utilise the connectivity that we have? And we're all light workers, so we understand that connectivity. And my view is that we have a duty, the people who are the healers, the prayers, the pastors, the leaders of communities and those who, you know, study the healing arts, that we understand the metaphysics of unity and we can understand that judgment is not an effective strategy as much as compassion is. 
And so what's it like when somebody is a difficult person in some arena and we um, hit them with a lot of judgment, they tend to act out. But when we come at these people with compassion, it tends to be that they have more of an opportunity to evolve and grow. And I loved your story. Do you mind if I just repeat it? Is it okay? Mm-hmm. That there's a beautiful woman here who teaches in, um, is it primary school? Uh, no, it's an outplacement school. Outplacement so school. can no longer be successful in district schools. People who can't be successful in district schools, so they're mm-hmm. quite challenging students. Mm-hmm. About what age are they? Anywhere, to, well, we service from kindergarten to high school. From kindergarten to high school. Mine right. specifically middle school. Middle school is so this particular group. 12 to 14. 12 to 14. Mm-hmm. And so usually they only put one of the really difficult ones in each group, don't they? Mm-hmm. But for some reason, uh, the head of your school decided to put them all in your class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> they're already the difficult kids that can't cope in an ordinary school, and this is the worst of them, all in your class. Mm-hmm. You adopted a strategy with your other two co-teachers that you would love these children. That's really what you did, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Did that take any particular form? It took on several forms. Yeah. Because it's even setting boundaries. Setting boundaries, from yeah. From a place of love. From a place of love, yeah. Um, and letting them know that as well and keeping them informed mm-hmm. that we're doing this for yeah. your When I spoke to you before, I got the feeling that you were actually sending love to these kids. Well, so my part in it, the other two are not actually right. energy workers, but my part is actually sending love from mm-hmm. the room with love. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the main thing you've done differently to what other teachers would be doing. Yes. So you found that the children, their behaviour improved miraculously. The data shows it. And we're getting to that mid-year mark. Yeah. And the unit director asked me, what are you doing? Your data is drastically lower. Yeah. Drastically um, lower amount of problems with those kids. Mm-hmm. Which would include things like seclusion timeouts. Seclusion and timeout and things like that. Yeah, restraints. So it would, mm. it's a high level of care that they need. In yeah. The so they need really, really high level of care. But mm-hmm. all you've really done differently is just send them bucket loads of love and their behaviour's improved. Mm-hmm. Has anyone ever heard of stories like that before? Mm-hmm. We, we have, haven't we? So if we've heard those stories before, mm-hmm. why can't we just extrapolate outwards mm-hmm. from the microcosm of one classroom? to big kids who live in Washington. (laughs) Do you see what I mean? And when we feel annoyed with somebody, and particularly when we feel powerless, we can go into a fear response and clench and get very judgmental. But then I actually believe that esoterically or metaphysically, when we do that, we're adding our energy to the problem. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Soul Talk. I hope the podcast has served you in creating a happier and more abundant life. If you've enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. If you'd like to connect with me, head over to shaktidurga.com. Bye.